Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of Welcome to the Kingdom. Woo! And the crowd goes wild. Hi, guys. Welcome to the Kingdom. <laughs> this is your host, the one and only King Cor. Today is a very special day because it is December 14th, and December 14th is always special, especially when it's 10.45 p.m. That's real talk. Today, today, <laughs> um, I want to know how you guys are doing. I, I'm kind of in a bit of a better mood because I just finished, you know, Every day this week, I've had, like, a paper to write. Actually, it's the second day of the week, so. But every day this week, I'm not lying, I've had a paper to write, and I finished them. And I have three more papers, and I'm going to finish them before the week ends. And I'm excited, you know? Yeah. So I'm just good for the semester. I'm just happy for the semester to be over. And just, you know, take a break during December and January. Just enjoy time with family, you know, work on new stuff. And I have my friend Lucas here with me. <laughs> okay, guys, I have a very special friend. Lucas here with me. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I have my cousin Lucas here with me. <sighs> so you're not even you haven't said anything this whole time. Yeah, I'm waiting for a correct intro, yeah. Alright, you guys. So I guess it's time to break the news for all you people who were I did. <laughs> Which one? The one you were in? We were skirting around a little bit. Not really. No? I, I, I was hoping that they would think we were joking. But you guys, I... What was that? I'm the one that she's been posting on her story. Yeah, exactly. And stories are a big deal. When your girl can't just be honest, like, during, you know, during a podcast to her viewers, yeah, like, the story is the biggest deal, I guess. <laughs> Sheesh, somebody is salty. All right, I'm sorry, Lucas. Guys... Today, I have my boyfriend, Lucas Lovejoy, here with me today. How do you feel about that? Honestly, I feel like a king now. Good, because I'm a king. So we are both kings in this kingdom. Welcome back to the kingdom, Lucas. Heterosexual kings for life, baby. <laughs> Why did you have to say that? Okay, um, yeah, welcome back to the kingdom, Lucas. Thanks. I'm glad to be here. It's always a good time. Pretty good place. It smells good. What does it smell like? It smells like... Man. <laughs> smells like sweet potato chips. Yeah. And ginger lemon kombucha. I love ginger lemon kombucha, but you know what I like even more? What? GT Dave. GT Dave's kombucha. Now, if you know GT Dave, you're real. You know, smash that like button if you know who GT Dave is right now. Destroy it. <laughs> you know what? You can say to the like, 
button, mm-hmm. I will end you. you. Nah, but we actually going to talk about some real stuff today, though. Yeah, enough with the joking. I guess we'll just give you a little bit of, like, you know, update what's been going on in our lives, stuff like that, before we get into it, I guess. So, you go first. Have you been feeling what's going on in your life? Any recent changes? You know, expand on that a bit. Hags. (laughs) What does that mean? Have a good summer. (laughs) Like the stuff they write in your yearbook and stuff? Yeah. Hags and kisses. Oh, <laughs> haggis though, y'all know haggis though. What's haggis? It's a uh, Scottish food. They take a lamb's stomach, slice that joint, put some ground uh, intestine and oats and other seasonings and spices in it, and then they cook it in the stomach, and that's the dish. Haggis. Haggis. Interesting. Have you ever had it? Hag not. You hag not. Ha- you haven't had it yet. You haven't had it ever. Uh, let's haven't any more bad times. <laughs> let, let us haven't any more bad times. Who says that? Real ones. The real G's. My life's been pretty good. God's been answering some prayers in terms of a gallery space. I was trying to get. The deal done with definitely spoke about it last time. I will guess, actually. Not definitely, but... We did. Okay, we did. I hadn't confirmed it yet, but I did confirm it. And now God is just continuing to give me more words about it because it's... Yeah, it's a gallery, but it's his church, so... Amen. Amen. For real. And it's going to be amazing. I feel like God's been just downloading stuff into your brain about like you know what it should look like and stuff and it's crazy because when we think of creativity i mean you are an artist in many ways you paint but you also curate stuff put on art galleries put on shows and when we think of creativity usually we are just creating from what we know from experience from our skill but when we have access to the creator the inventor of creation, the author of creativity, he can just give us what, like, what, like, the best vision for creativity. Real talk. Yeah. Yeah. That part. (laughs) That part. And he made everything out of nothing. And I feel like he's made everything about your upcoming art gallery out of nothing it was a blank slate and it all just came together piece by piece as you kept talking to him and praying how cool is that it's pretty crazy like for sure each day it seems there's a new piece that he's adding to the puzzle just this morning we were doing a quiet time just praying whatnot and then i heard god say in my head Read Habakkuk and Haggai, which is super random because I've never read them before. And I don't know why those two would pop into my head, but I guess it's because God ordained that one. Skittles. So I read them. <laughs> <and> <laughs> Guys, don't worry. He has a little um, 
there the, the was a malfunction when he was, he was being made where he just does random things sometimes. It's a little quirk. I've learned to deal with this. Sometimes I have to hit him in the back of the head to reset and restart the device. But he gets back on track usually. Hello, Moto. <laughs> um, so Habakkuk verse 15. Woe to him who makes his neighbors drink. You pour out your- What chapter? Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Chapter 2. Woe to him who makes his neighbors drink. You pour out your wrath and make them drunk in order to gaze at their nakedness. You will have your fill of shame instead of glory. Drink yourself and show your circumcision. Verse 18 through 20. What prophet is an idol when its maker has shaped it? A metal image, a teacher of lies? For its maker trusts in his own creation. When he makes speechless idols, woe to him who says to a wooden thing, Awake, to a silent stone, arise. Can this teach? Behold, it is overlaid with gold and silver, and there is no breath in it at all. But the Lord is in his holy temple. Let the earth keep silence before him. Amen. I love your reading voice. Thanks. Um, what God was saying to me there is, bro, you've been making money off of alcohol for a while. Don't just be there sober and gaze at people acting a fool. That's kind of weird. And I have much better future for you than making money off of alcohol sales. And if you are going to have a gallery in my name that is a church, you need to actually put my story in it and breathe my breath into it and build my church, not a place where you sell alcohol and make money from vodka, which led me to Haggai. Wait, one second. One, elaborate, because some people just may be completely lost. When you say you make money off of alcohol... What do you mean? Because, yeah, talk to someone with no context. That's a good point. Honestly, if y'all, we may need to scramble that a little bit. And give All right, so should I tell them? Okay, so Lucas um, makes art. He's a painter, but he and he sells them. But he also collaborates with other artists or sometimes will host his own shows. So, for example, one day he says, okay, I want to have a show today or maybe sometime next week. <laughs> I don't know how you plan them. But then he will book a venue or lease uh, or rent a space, a, a gallery space in New York for a day. And instead of selling tickets to come see the art, People can come see the art for free, but it'll be in a form of kind of like a party. So it's like an art gallery party. So you go in there to like have a good time, listen to music, party, and look at some beautiful art. But um, there's also like a place, like a bar, open bar, where people can buy drinks. Yeah, people, yeah, people buy drinks and just drink and have a good, have a good time, get drunk, and look at art. And Lucas wouldn't drink. No? That is not truth. I, in most of my shows in the past, have drunk throughout the entire thing to the point of being sloshed. But 
um, you know, in our relationship and in the past few months, you know, I've been completely sober of all alcohol for a while. Um, and I was planning to sell drinks at the next one. Oh, yeah. So he was planning to do what he usually does because that's how he makes money instead of selling ticket or that's how he makes some of the money. Instead of selling tickets to the show, he would just get make he would just make money from the people who buy drinks at the show. And God is telling him for the next one, since you are a refined person and you are renewed and you are restored <laughs> um and you're you're you want to do everything in my name and live for me do not sell drinks at your next next art show amen amen yeah she hit it right on the head so that was what he told me in habakkuk and then i went to haggai and it said you have sown much this is haggai 1 verse 6 you have sown much and harvested little. You eat, but you never have enough. You drink, but you never fill. You clothe yourselves, but no one is warm. And he who earns wages does so to put them in a bag with holes. I've told God 10,000 times over the past two years, I sow every single day, but, you know, where's my harvest? Where's my harvest? So I wrote in the Bible after that verse. I wrote, okay, I'm listening. And then um, it said, you look for much. Behold, it came to little, you know, whatnot. It just keeps going of how you're trying to do all this stuff, but nothing is coming down. And God says that he was actually keeping it from coming down because we were busy building our own houses while his house was in disrepair. So then, after Haggai, wow. After Haggai, I will end you. After Haggai gets that word and says that to the Israelites, the Israelites then build the temple, and God says... Some really great stuff. He says, I will shake all the nations so that the treasures of all the nations shall come in. I will fill this house with glory, says the Lord of hosts. The silver is mine. The gold is mine. The latter glory of this house shall be greater than the former. And in this place, I will give peace. And what God told me there was, hey, bro, build my house. This is what you read in Habakkuk, how to do it. And in Haggai, you're reading what I'm going to do. What God is going to do. So in Habakkuk, God sent me, hey, bro, keep it kosher. Don't sell the alk. You know, maybe you could have some wine, some champagne. I'm still trying to figure that out. But God will lead me. And in Haggai, God told me that, hey, once you do that, I'm going to I'm gonna bring in all the nations. So that was a really good word that I was super thankful for this morning. And that's what I heard. And now it is time for Karen's update. <laughs> Thank you very much. Lovely, lovely word. It was super, like, we were both reading our Bibles this morning. And then Lucas was like, yo, like, read this. I feel like God is adding me right now. And I read it and I'm like, damn, that is a direct subtweet for sure. Um, But it's cool that you were able to receive that honestly and even it's so cool that you're able to hear that you should go to that chapter those chapters that's crazy god doesn't yell it's a quiet whisper you got to be able to hear him you know because sometimes he wants to talk to us and i feel like a lot of times we're like oh god isn't speaking to me i can't hear him but everything he's ever ever wanted to say is in his word so you just have to read it and ask the holy spirit you'll help me speak to me direct me and he will. So we had to kind of 
rethink the art show now, right? And kind of like reroute the direction. And the direction now is super cool. You want to tell them that direction now? Or nah? Keep it under wraps. Keep it. I want to keep it under wraps because I appreciate Karen letting me speak, but this is her podcast too. And there are a lot of things that she needs to tell y'all about. <laughs> so um, you guys should just go to the show for her. And see all of her sick stuff and meet her out there because she is also going to have clothing and cool things at the store. And y'all already know that she deserves all the love and support. So go out and support her. Oh, Lucas. Thank you. Yeah, it's going to be open for a month. So we'll talk about it later. But yeah, I hope I'll see a lot of you there because I do want to meet a lot of you. So if you're in the city or around, yeah. Check, look out for my, I'll probably see it on YouTube too, but look out for like my Insta stories and stuff, see when it's happening. And yeah, I'm excited. Okay, thank you, Lucas. Um, Well, updates. I I feel like right now, I think I'm going to go in the direction of you that you went, of like what God is teaching me right now, I guess. Um, And I feel like right now God is... I had a super intimate moment, like, maybe a week ago or two weeks ago, where this pastor was like, oh, everybody pray at 6 p.m. Did I, you remember that? Yeah, and then, so at 6 p.m. I... This is crazy. Yeah, 6 p.m. I uh, just laid on the floor and just, like, kind of played some worship and just prayed for an hour. You were speaking in tongues too, right? I was. That was the specific prompt. Yeah, the specific prompt was speaking tongues for one hour. So she was going, Oh, Bashata. <laughs> Praise the Lord, Oh, Bashata. <laughs> yeah. And um, I was just praying. And I feel like recently I've been kind of lost. You know, a lot of people, a lot of you have been hitting me up, hitting my line. You know, Karen, come back to YouTube. We miss you. YouTube isn't the same. I can't live without you. And I like at first I feel super bad because I do want to come on YouTube, you know. That's my like baby, you know. The podcast is like my nine, twelve month old, almost a year. The podcast is my year old baby, and y'all are her children. Yes, but YouTube is my four year old baby, and the clothing brand is like my two month old baby. So, I have different children, and I feel like I neglected the four-year-old, which is super bad of me. Toddlers can't live on their own. I have to take care of them. So, but I left YouTube for a bit, one, because I lost my camera, and I didn't even really bother to get a new one because I felt like I kind of lost the joy for making videos a bit. It like it was too much on my plate in the moment. I was getting overwhelmed. And I felt like I needed a new, you know, direction or like I needed to do something different. And I felt similar to Lucas that like I'm sowing all these seeds and they're not going to bear fruit. And like, is it even ever going to be worth anything or amount for anything? So I was just feeling a bit like, you know, just weird about everything that I've been doing. Because sometimes, you know, the vision is so clear, like. Oh, I know what God wants me to do. And sometimes it's super foggy, like, what am I doing in life, you know? 
So I was praying for an hour and I just felt God show me all these things that I'm doing and like just telling me like I see you, you know? Like I see you. It's not for nothing. All of these things you're doing, I see it. And I see you and like don't worry. And I just felt like that's all I needed because I felt like God didn't see it. And he just reminded me that he sees me. You know, as much as like there's a lot of people looking to him, but he's omnipotent, omniscient, like he's looking at me back, you know? So he sees me and he sees you too if you're listening. So that's what I've been learning is that, you know, no matter what I'm doing, God sees it and like I am I don't know how to say this. I don't even know what I'm trying to say. But like I am on the right path. I should just keep doing what I'm doing. Well about shot that. And I was also listening to this video by Chandler Moore and he was just talking about how, you know, Maverick City blew up like two years ago, but he's been singing and worshiping for since he was fifteen. And he's just doing the same thing he did when he was fifteen, except the eyes on him are more now. So I don't gotta change anything about my channel. I don't have to go in a different route or go in a specific route. I just have to keep doing what God is telling me to do. And the eyes on me will just grow. You know what I mean? Also, uh, a point about this. Something that's so beautiful about YouTube and making content, making music, making things that are uploaded to the internet that people then consume is that you actually have the privilege of being able to do the same exact thing at the same exact scale and all that changes is more people are there mm. because if you think about it if you have just a clothing company you can't just do the same thing mm. and then the number of eyes increases right, right. because if the number of eyes increases then you also have to increase your facilities the amount of orders that you're taking in your fixed costs so it's really a beautiful thing that you are doing the a type of business where all that really matters is just doing the same thing and then more people can view less people can view it's whatever you know so yeah yeah thank you that's super i never thought about it that way but you're right you're right i just keep doing it and it's just my life like you said remember when i was like I don't want to say this, but remember I said something and then you're like, well, you can still make a vlog out of it if that happens. Like, it's just your life, you know? <laughs> so, um, yeah, like, it's cool. She was talking about it. She stubbed her toe, which is kind of embarrassing. So, you know, y'all get it. <laughs> exactly. So that's what God's been teaching me. Just remain in him and he will remain in me. And yeah. Also love one another. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For this is the greatest commandment. Amen. Shawarma. They say that in Ecorso? Yeah, I was going to say fr fried plantain. Because yeah. he says he wants fried plantain, not shawarma. Yeah. No, but same <laughs> that was excellent. Wait, what's your name again? Uh, Kwabena. 
Beautiful. You did good. She's brainwashing me. Help. Yeah. <laughs> I just blinked twice. <laughs> Very soon. He's going he's gonna to start cornrowing his hair and grow a beard. So down. Super down. <sighs> Why do you keep doing that? Because the crowd goes wild. Ah, that's the crowd. If you are what you say you are, mm-hmm. a superstar, then have no fear. I know y'all know Lupe Fiasco and if, or Fiasco. I don't know why I always say Fiasco, but whatever. Lupe Fiasco. Um, if y'all don't, type it in right now. Superstar Lupe Fiasco featuring Matthew Santos. One of the best songs of all time. And another song just for extras Kick Push by Lupe Fiasco. Another gas. Oh, it's 11-11, y'all. Make a wish. It might not be 11-11 when you listen to this, but make sure that it's 11-11 so you make a wish. All right, I'm just getting ready. If you said it, we believe it. Because you're a man. Of your word. <laughs> okay, what were we actually supposed to talk about in this podcast? Well, it's 11-12. That's true. Yes, we should did, but... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. After this, we're going to record more. Resume. We're going to take a quick commercial break. We will be right back. And we are back from our commercial break. I hope you guys are doing well still. Still here with us. Ooh, he on X Games mode. <laughs> I don't know, but you guys, we're sharing one mic. And, like, I'll put the mic on my to me and talk. And whenever I point it to him, I don't know what is going to come out of his mouth. Yup. <laughs> so it's always a surprise. But yeah, what are we talking about? Well, I think we were talking about something from you, update yeah. wise. And, and you had your update, yeah. but now we need to get to the meat of the episode. Yeah. Which is. The process. Okay. God has a purpose for us mm-hmm. that is. Not predestined, but kind of predestined just without the bad part. Because the thing that we think is bad about predestined means that we can't do what we want to do. We still can do what we want to do. We have a purpose. But it is up to us to decide when we step into it. So it's our decision, our free will. We can do whatever we want, whenever we want. But God does have that specific wait, purpose just waiting for us there. So it's up to us from when we want to step into it. And what we were going to talk about today is, you know, when we feel like we really made our first couple steps into that purpose. And, you know, not that we don't stray in and out of being on the purpose path because, once again, we have free will. But, you know, that specific purpose and destiny and whatever and whatnot for us is there so we're just going to talk about the journey of stepping onto that path using our free will to the best of our ability to follow the purpose that god has for our lives (laughs) amen that was good 
Yeah, so essentially, like, <clears throat> we are all called, right? God says he's chosen us, his children. He's chosen every one of us who decides to choose him as well, you know? And like you said, there's a purpose for each and every one of our lives, but there's there's a point in time when you know you're not walking in your purpose. Like, you can be young, be free, do whatever you want for some time, but there's going to be, what? Oh, yeah, wow. wow, damn for you. There's going to be a time where you feel the pull. You feel that God is tugging on your hearts. Like, the things you used to enjoy are not hitting as much as they used to. Um, quite literally. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, or maybe you're not hitting that bong as much as yo yo's day. <laughs> exactly. Like, or the joint, or the grubber, or the fronto. <laughs> okay, let's not give them ideas. Okay, nah, never that. Exactly. But yeah, like... Stuff is just doesn't feel as filling or as enjoyable, and you still feel like empty afterwards, you know. And let me tell you, if you're in that space right now, it might feel difficult, and you might be a little bit sad, disappointed, angry, and whatnot about the fact that those things aren't filling you up. Because I've certainly been in that place, and you know, that's part of me stepping into my purpose, but. Let me tell you, that is actually a super good thing mm, because yeah. that means your heart is becoming closer to Jesus' heart for you, which is the most fulfilling life that you could possibly have. You sound so attractive right now. She. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. Like, 100%. I, you and I have been in that space where, like, your heart is being kind of rerouted bit by bit, bit by bit, bit by bit. And you never posted this podcast on your channel, but you talk about how, you know, God is changing she you. She likes that one. <laughs> yeah, I, I just I just like the title of it. It said, God, like, God is changing me without my permission. Can you expand on that, please? So what was happening to me was all of the sins that I used to love to indulge in. And honestly, somehow I could indulge in them without a bad conscience. It's really strange if I look back at my journals. You know, I would have lists for the day or things that I wanted to do, things that I wanted to achieve. And I'll be like, pray, journal, smoke, weed. <laughs> like, um, okay, like, that's interesting that I was able to do that and think that I was on my path of purpose. And I'm not coming for any of y'all that are in that space right now because life is a journey and god will convict your heart as he convicts your heart but like i forgot what i was saying well you were um expanding on god changing you without your oh, permission yeah yeah essentially all of those things you know smoking bud going to the club um just you know engaging in the flesh whatever sins of the flesh all of those things started to feel super whack and unfulfilling for me. But even though they felt unfulfilling inside of my heart, my brain still was attached to those vices and still wanted to do them because I hadn't filled that empty space that was now super apparent because those things weren't feeling good. I hadn't filled that space with God yet. So my brain was still saying, oh, there's this hole. I want to fill it with this that I've already been doing. So I really had to essentially fill up God with the now empty space. Um, so, yeah, God was changing 
my heart when my mind still hadn't changed yet. Mm. It felt like I hadn't given him my permission. Yeah, 100%. And the thing about that, too, is that, like, although we pray for change, you know, because I was praying for a while, like, that God, please make me who you want to be, you want me to be. Make me great. Make me all these things that you've put in my heart to accomplish help me to do them. But I wasn't giving him the space in my life for him to help me to do them. I was doing things on my own and wishing he'd come along when I actually had to follow him instead, you know? That's uh that's a super good point. When she started saying that, I looked at her and went, Yeah, <laughs> Because essentially, I was praying for God. Hey, God, Jesus, Holy Spirit, move. Make my heart like yours. Make me pure. Make me strong. Make me able to step into your purpose for my life with my free will. I was saying that, but did I really want God to change my heart like I was praying? I mean, yes, I did. But just essentially just know that when you are praying to God, Hey, you know, change my heart to be like yours or whatnot. He will. He will. And it's a beautiful thing. And your life is going to get multitudes better and much more improved. But, you know, it's going to take some growing. There's going to be some stretch marks, some growing pains, and you're going to have to build those muscles. So, yeah. I'll just say I did not. I mean, I don't know. Maybe Karen listened to the podcast somehow. Yeah, she didn't be, and I didn't really want her to listen because, you know, I don't even know what's in there, but I can tell y'all that I was acting like a little baby. I, I was acting like a little baby in the moment because, I don't know, it's it's hard. Like, yeah, it, it's not super easy to step into that purpose, but it is simple. Yeah, and I also want to, like, add the fact that other than, you know, God changing your heart and taking away your your vices slowly and slowly, you start to realize how you're actually not as good of a person as you thought you were, you know? So whenever we're just living our own ways, you know, doing our own things, having so much fun, it's hard to look at <laughs> having so much fun. Okay, we think it's so much fun in the moment. It feels fun. But actually think about it. Think about it. And I'm just going to explain my experience. Fill it with your own experience. I, around 8.30, 9 p.m., I start getting drunk. I'm hitting up my friends, you know, trying to find plans. Maybe I hit up six, seven people. Okay, cool. I'm feeling a little buzzed. Then I hit up, what, five or six more people because you can't pull up to the club with just dudes. You got to have a ratio, bro. Come on, bro. Hey, where's the ratio? You trying to get in like that, bro? Nah. (laughs) You know, I'm, I'm sending out texts, whatever, trying to make moves. Three people say no. Two people say they're down. I'm like, dang, that's not enough. My boys aren't pulling their weight, bro. Like, there's so many little details in there that are actually not even fun. And then you go to the club and y'all freaking sit, like, at the table if y'all have a table. If not, you're standing on the wall. If not, maybe you're dancing to two or three songs. Then you're going to bed, not drinking water. Before you go to bed, you wake up with a headache. And then, boom, that was it. That was your night. That's not even that fun, Um, which is me speaking to myself in retrospect. But, yeah. Yeah. And I'll say from my point of view, um, like also my experience, you just, let's say I wake up early morning, don't open my Bible, don't pray, nothing. 
maybe I'll do this. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. Because they all can see what this. Sorry, you guys who can't see. But She's I throwing us signs. I, I actually did the like the Jesus cross on my like you know when you touch your forehead and your chest and your shoulders. Yeah, I did that. But I wouldn't do that. Maybe I'll do like I'll go on the Bible app, maybe read like the verse of the day. I'm like, all right, good enough. Pack grind some weed, pack it in a bowl, smoke it first in the morning, go to the <laughs> go to the go to the breakfast place, eat food, high AF. Um, probably late to a class or I I won't go to like my class and then I'm like, Oh, the high is wearing off, but I have my dot pen, pull it out, <laughs> hit it a couple more, just hide throughout the whole day. Um, super anxious, super paranoid. And and that's not even the worst part. The worst part though is who I was, you know? I was super insecure. I was super like dependent on people and weed and all of these things. I was very greedy. I mean and and these things aren't like like I didn't do anything horrible, but I'm just like the posture of my heart, you know, super greedy, super judgmental, not like always look down on myself. And like all these things didn't come off in any YouTube video that I was making, you know, during this whole time still, I'm making YouTube videos like, you know, putting on a facade of like, oh, everything's actually going super great. But then it wasn't. And I feel like when God starts the process of pruning, and like purification you have to see your flaws it's not just oh i have to stop smoking stop having sex stop drinking but it's also damn like i gotta stop hating (laughs) i have to stop lying i have to stop i have to start being kinder to people i you gain confidence you know i have to be humble oh my gosh i was not humble at all i was super super like cocky and stuff and all this stuff and god just slowly starts taking that one by one and you just feel it all of a sudden you wake up and one day will be different what i was realizing is that she's getting at the core right now when you are stepping into what you would call the purpose of the world when you're bossing up doing whatever you know waking up smoking weed going to eat doing your thing, making videos about how confident you are, how much of a beastie boy you are out in the club balling out, bro, at the table with your boys. <laughs> okay, that is all the outside of the glass. Facade, yeah. right? We're all just li- a bowl. Every single one of us is just a bowl. A glass bowl. A glass bowl. Not a bowl, for, not a piece, not a bowl for a bonk. <laughs> okay, uh, good. Nah, a cereal bowl. Um, and it's a dirty one. And what we do when we're, we're just in the world, no God in us is we're just trying to polish and paint the outside of the bowl and leave the inside of the bowl dirty from the outside. It sounds cool. The things that we're saying that we were doing in our past life, but on the inside, it was for me, at least it was garbage. Because when I would actually sit still in the silence by myself, which is when the thoughts that are yes, on yes. the surface, only when you're sitting by yourself in the silence, that's when you know the true state of your 
Everything is negativity. Mm-hmm. Oh, bro, you weak. Oh, dude, you're not rich yet. Oh, bro, you're not clouded like you're... Wait. <laughs> now nah, I'm just playing. But like, all these things, you know, you're, you're just getting tight at yourself. And that's because you haven't actually cleaned the inside yet. But God's purpose and what he does for you out of the freaking awesome kindness of his heart but also what you do with your own free will because you realize it is the only thing that matters is you start to polish the inside of the bowl. You start to clean the inside of the bowl. And that is where you eat. When you're eating cereal, you don't pour cereal and milk on the outside of the bowl <laughs> and then eat it on the ground. <laughs> nah, you pour it on the inside of the bowl. That's where all the substance is. And if the inside of the bowl is clean, then you're good to go. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Cause when you started, when you said eat, I thought of fruits, the fruits that you bear. You know. Ooh. I love me a bowl of fruit. I do. <laughs> I do too. Exactly. So it's the inside that counts, you know. And I love what you said about when you sit by yourself. That's when the thoughts really come because you can you can actually think you're living your life. You know, I actually wholeheartedly believed that i knew the path i should be taking i knew the path to success i was on the right track i'm doing everything right because that's what it looked like i would do a video expecting an outcome or expecting a certain number of views i get that number of views because that was the goal she manifested (laughs) yeah right i'll I'll get up, get super pretty for an Instagram picture, take the picture, post it. I get the likes I want, right? It looks like I'm going where I'm supposed to go. It looks like I'm doing whatever it is like that I'm supposed to be doing. But when I'm by myself with the thoughts, that's when it's like, actually, you suck and you're not enough and all your videos suck and you should delete it. And all your pictures suck and you should delete it. And you're actually ugly and nobody likes you and all your friends hate you and you can't keep friends. And all these lies, you know, that like the devil tries to tell you when you're by yourself and you don't have God with you. and You're not reading his word and 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 putting in what he says about you and, you know, feeding on the truth, which is God's word. But we feed on lies, you know, and. That can affect us super bad. I could say this from a boyfriend's point of view, but I'm not going to say it from a boyfriend's point of view. I'm going to say it from God's point of view. So first, just so I don't forget this idea, all of y'all, try this out. Just sit in silence for 10 minutes. All of you guys. I spent maybe a year being able to just sit in silence for 10 minutes, just being able to train myself. Because that truly is when you see the state of your mental health. You want to know how good you're feeling, how good you're doing. Set your timer on your phone for 10 minutes. Turn everything off and just sit. Because there's a monkey inside of our brain that's just throwing around feces all the time. But back to what I was going to say. And try this out. You know what I mean? And and hit up hit up Karen. You know, tell her how it went. Um, because for real, guys, this is... It's crazy just doing that and actually seeing the state of your brain. But, you know, for what Karen was saying, right? Oh, oh, and the reason I'm saying Karen now is because she left the room to um, 
go pick up a friend because like a friend is bringing back something that she left <laughs> she said oh you know i had this thought this bad thought oh my videos weren't good enough i'm not pretty enough so that is what the devil says and that is what you hear in your brain in silence when you are not quite yet stepping into the full purpose that god has for your life but god's response to you whenever you feel any of those thoughts is of love it's hey karen i don't care if you never made a video again i don't care if you actually were the ugliest person on the planet i don't care about any of those things i just love you i just love you and that's what he's saying to each one of you guys so you know when you try and sit down and see what's going on inside your brain and if you start hearing something that's setting you off a little bit think about what god is actually saying to you in that moment god is saying i love you i love you is that simple and when you start really focusing on those words the affirmation that god brings you of oh your videos are insane because that's the purpose i have for your life you actually are pretty because you're just a human and every human has something inside of them that is beautiful because i breathed into humanity so those are the things that you hear in your brain when you really start stepping into your purpose and those are the things that god is telling you all the time so just try to open your mind a little bit to those things um and that's one of the biggest i would say first steps in really being able to step into your true purpose um but yeah she came back so <laughs> really what did you say no nah, because i started speaking about you in the third person like oh, okay, okay. Like, karen this karen that and then i was like wait <laughs> She just left. That's why I'm saying that, as opposed to just saying you. Ah, uh, all right. Yeah, I am back now. So, <clears throat> hope you said some nice things. Trust me. Don't rewind it. <laughs> okay, but also, I feel like another important thing and to step into your purpose is actually doing the work. You know, because if you, yeah, you feel God pulling you in a certain direction. And then he's changed you and he's done all these things, you know, helped you out. No, what am I talking about? You know, he's like changing you, changing your heart and stuff. Then you also feel like on earth then there is something that God has placed in my heart. And like there's a passion that I have. And I think one of, one of the most vital things, and maybe this will be the last thing we talk about, is... A word? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one of the last um is actually pursuing the things god have put has put in your heart because like he's using us and he's using whatever gifts he's giving you to tell his story to tell his story of restoration tell his story of creativity tell a story of you know glorify his name in whatever way that you can if it's starting a youtube channel if you want to start one for a while you keep procrastinating it you want to start a podcast you want to start you know painting you want to start making music you have gifts to show the world god's talent and we just hold on to it 
Because what? We're scared? Like, yeah. <laughs> that serves nobody. Because God can't use you if you don't let yourself be a vessel. Yeah. That's real. Yeah. That's real. Skibbly Benny's wing. Okay. Ah. <laughs> uh, <sighs> There was something that was zinging in my brain. Mm-hmm. Like, it hit the left side of my brain, then it hit the right side, then it hit the middle. Um, but, oh, this is what it was. I was going to ask, like, I think you bring up a really good point of it's about pursuing those things. So I just wanted to ask you, like, how do you, how do you actually do that and practically? How, how are you? How do you think, oh, you know, I woke up today and in this day I feel like, yeah, I'm definitely pursuing God's purpose for me. Mm. Hmm, that's a really good question. I feel like if you can't go to sleep without thinking about something, then you should act on it. Well, unless it's a good thing, you know what I mean? Like, unless it's a good <laughs> thing. Yeah, if it's a good thing, just <laughs> no, go no, to no, sleep no. and don't act on it. No, no, for no. I mean, no. I meant only if it's a good thing, or I, I feel like I feel ah. Uh, Dang, do you have an answer to this or no? Um, cause you wa- walk in the direction of your purpose every day. You I'm walk you. in it every day. So tell tell me how you would answer this question because I don't know how. I mean, I think what Karen's saying or like what you're saying is a is, or what I'm saying or I was saying is a really good first step or not even first step, but it's a really good uh, benchmarker because if you're thinking about something when you're going to bed. Well, when you're going to bed and as you're falling asleep is a time when you're in silence. So it is one of those times where the true things that are kind of, you know, uh, moving around in your brain are coming to the surface because you're not distracted because you are trying to focus on going to sleep. So if there's something that's really coming to the surface before you're going to bed, I would say, what, 85, 90 percent minimum of the time it is going to be something that is uh towards a towards a better purpose for your life and towards god purpose of your god's purpose for your life so uh, exactly and i also feel like the more you spend time with god the more you read the word the more you pray you will like he speaks to you he spoke to you this morning you know what i mean like god speaks to you you just have to be in a place where you quiet the noise around you like all these stupid things that like you may be filling your mind with because you don't want to be alone or the boy that you keep spending time with because you don't want to be single or like all these things that are like leading you astray. You remove all of them, quiet all the noise, focus on God and he will tell you what to do. He will put things, first of all, he'll give you the desires of your heart. And recently we learned that that verse, like he'll give you the desires of your heart. Is that Psalm 37? I, I maybe I'm not sure, but like, it's not saying that he will give you. Oh, whatever is on my heart, God will give it to me. Like, I really want a Tesla, and I really want a million subscribers. Like, that's not what the verse means. The verse means that he will give you what to desire. So the desires of your heart are going to be given to you by God, and God does not, God does not obey us. He like he doesn't obey anybody. He is God. But he doesn't um fulfill our words. He fulfills his words and his promises. So wherever his word goes, 
there he is. So if you're in his word all the time, with him all the time, he is going to be with you and he's going to give you the desires of your heart. So uh, like during this whole changing process, you're also going to be wanting different things. Like like we said, you're not going to be wanting to do the things you used to do anymore. You're going to be wanting to, you know, spread his word, talk about him, tell other people about him. Like, literally, that's all that's going to be on your mind because you want to live for him. So, I feel like, yeah, just spending time with him also, he will be guiding you every step of the way towards, towards, <laughs> towards. Wait, two words? <laughs> Only three words. Oh, three words. Yeah, towards, um, like, where you're supposed to be, where you're supposed to be. And, um... Oh, I lost my chance. I was going to say something. Ooh. Oh, he's... Uh, She's thinking about Young M.A. again. <laughs> <laughs> this is my fifth time thinking about Young M.A. today. Allie. Anyway, like he... um, What was I going to say? He also will encourage you and empower you to do, like, the things he wants you to do. So if you're scared to start something or scared to put something out there, God gives you the courage and the power to go for it. Right, and uh, I also had a thought on this. You were making me think of one of my favorite analogies um, when you were talking about God will give you what to desire. Mm -hmm. It's like a hose and God's word, God's energy, God's spirit, all the beautiful things that he put inside of us is a water flowing inside of the hose, right? And we are holding the hose if you are squeezing it such that the water can't flow through, then you are not stepping into purpose every single day. But if you hold the hose just enough to keep it in your hand and not let it fall apart or, you know, go like go away, you, you know, you're keeping it firm and steady. But you're letting the water gush through. You're letting God's purpose and spirit and energy mm. gush through you. Then you are stepping into his purpose every single day. So the way that that's kind of my philosophy for living. And in, in terms of how that is practically, it's really a heart thing. It's God making your heart such that when you wake up, you're not thinking about every single specific detail that you can control which is how i used to live and when you're thinking about every single detail that you want to control of the day that is you squeezing your fist because you're trying to squeeze all of the value you can out of every single second but that's that's not how you get into the flow of life so you'll feel and you'll know as you step into holding your life in a bit more of a relaxed fashion, things just start flowing and you really do start stepping into God's purpose. Um, so, yeah, that's that's to answer the question you asked a while ago, because <laughs> you, you made me think as you were talking about, you know, God will give you the desires of your heart. Yeah. OK, thank you for that. Um, yeah. And I kind of want to end with the quote that you said one time you were reading. You were like the one that you went back to and you wrote that. How do I do it? That looks like barbecue sauce. Not that one. Oh, okay. Which one? The one that you're like, uh, floating. And then you wrote next to it, like, what does it look like 
too. You remember? Do you remember the oh, quote? That's crazy. Yeah, it was pretty much. Thanks for bringing this up. In a devotional I had, it was pretty much using the same analogy that I just said. Honestly, it might have come from that devotional. It said it was just about letting life flow. And on the side of it, I wrote, "God, what does that even look like? I have no clue how to live in a way that I'm just letting you flow." Because、mm-hmm. I used to try to control every single variable of my life straight up.、Um, yeah. yeah, and God can't do what. He wants to do, or he can do, if you don't let him. You know, he's like a father. Like father knows what you need, but he wants you to also, you know, let him help you. Like if I'm standing next to my dad and I'm like, like let's say I have this like can of something that I'm trying to open, but I'm trying to open it myself. I'm ignoring that my dad is sitting there, and I'm just trying to open it myself. He may see that I'm trying to open it myself, and he wants to help me. But he probably wants me to ask him to help me open it. So God just wants you to let him in your life, give him the space to move and do whatever it is. And trust me, take it from me, from Lucas and I, one hundred percent. There is no better life than the one God has for you. Like as good and as sweet and as fun as you think your life may be right now, once you fully step into. God's way of living, like you experience true joy and happiness. But I also do want to say that, because I don't want to say here and be hypocritical, it is extremely hard to not do the things that you want to do, and to have self control and to、um, live God's way. Sometimes, some days it's easier, some days it's harder. So, literally, no pressure, but just let God do His thing, let the Holy Spirit do His thing, and you realize that the more you get, you know, you spend time with God, the more you fill yourself with the Holy Spirit, the easier it'll get for you to live God's way. Yeah, hundred percent. Okay. Alrighty, we're gonna end the episode here then. Thank you guys for listening to us. <laughs> let me know if you enjoyed it. Um, any last words? Nah,、um, but you killed it. Thank you. So did you. Thanks. All right, <laughs> we will talk to you guys in another episode. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being part of the kingdom. Follow our Instagrams and everything will be down below on the links. And、um, subscribe or follow the podcast if you haven't. Leave a review and a rating. <laughs> And we'll talk to you guys in another episode. Okay. Alrighty. Peace. Bye bye. Skillet. <laughs>